With supply chains becoming more complex, you need to stay on top of the latest logistics developments. So if you work with logistics, you need the Beyond the Box podcast from Maersk. It's the easy way to keep up to date with everything from digital disruption and logistics to the need for supply chain resilience in today's market. Find out more and keep ahead of the game with the Beyond the Box podcast on logistics insights at maersk.com slash insights. This podcast is part of the C-Suite Radio Network, turning the volume up on business. Hey, everybody. My name is Norbert Joost with Career Next, and we are coming to you here today on Executive Job Search Secrets podcast. And what I want to talk to you about today is a question that I have gotten over and over and over through the years, and that's how do I get into medical sales? We all know most executive level positions are not posted or advertised. So the big question is this, if those 100K plus jobs are not posted or advertised, how do you go about your job search in a way so you can find the right companies, connect with the right people and land your next ideal opportunity as quickly as possible and without compromise? That is the question and this podcast will give you the answers. My name is Chris Kirkpatrick and welcome to Executive Job Search Secrets. So a little bit of a background on me. Uh, I have uh, a background in medical sales uh, of 13 years. I did pharmaceutical, I did medical, I've done equipment, I've done uh, orthopedic spine, I've done cath lab, um, you name it. Uh, I've done software, I've done all kinds of things in medical sales. And uh, after that, I actually got into recruiting. And so I've been recruiting for 14 years now in the medical sales space. And so, as you can imagine, I get the question quite often, how do I get started in medical device sales? So first, let me break down um, kind of a distinction that a lot of people um, put together. A lot of people think pharmaceutical sales and medical sales are the same thing. And that's not true. So. Uh, pharmaceutical sales typically is calling on uh, doctors either in their office or there are institutional pharmaceutical sales reps that are calling on the hospitals, but you're basically selling drugs, okay? And to distinguish that from medical device sales is medical device sales is selling equipment. It kind of breaks down into three main categories, really. There's implants, surgical sales, there's capital equipment sales, and then there's disposable sales. Those are kind of the three main areas of medical device sales. And so a lot of people think medical sales is all encompassing of all of those things. And it's not really true um, because in a lot of hiring managers' minds, there's a big distinction between pharmaceutical sales and medical device sales. And I'll do another video on that in the future that goes into more detail about the biggest difference between pharmaceutical sales and medical device sales. But I just want to kind of do a quick uh, tidbit on what the really, the, the dis distinction is between the two. But the need or the requirement to get into either one of them is actually very similar. So. The one thing that I will tell you is that, you know, some people will tell you, oh, it's super hard. It's, it's you know, you're going to work long hours and it's uh, very stressful and all of these things. And my response to that would be, what job isn't? 
okay? I mean, that's, you want high results? Guess what? They come with sacrifice. Um, in order to get high rewards, it comes with, you know, um, some stress. It comes with hard work. It comes with discipline. And again, what doesn't require that in order to achieve a high level of success? So the first thing I would tell you is, you know, that there's different levels of stages of your career and where you are in your career. And so if you are, um, and I kind of need to talk to each of you that fit in these different categories a little bit differently. So if you're just a college graduate or very early on in your career and you come to me and you say, Norbert, how do I get in medical device sales? There is no be all end all answer to that question first and foremost. However, I can talk statistics and I can tell you that statistically speaking, if you do this, your chances of getting into medical device sales are exponentially higher, okay? And I actually have ca uh, candidates who have done that in the past that are now wildly successful in medical sales who have come to me in the past and they said, how do I get in medical sales? I gave them my advice, they followed it to a T and now one of the reps in that comes to mind, we'll call him Mike, um, he actually is a president club rep with his company earning over $200,000 a year uh, and he was a social worker. And so to come back uh, to the original part of the question. So we're talking to a specific group of young, fresh college grad type people who are early on in their career my advice to you is go get a business to business sales job, okay? That includes working at an ADP, a paychecks. Um, I, my first job out of college was, was uh, Pitney Bowes, selling mailing and shipping equipment. Uh, you know, Icon copiers, um, Yellow Book, um, Dex Media, you know, doing some type of advertising type sales. What managers are looking for is they want somebody who is out knocking on doors face to face, getting their teeth kicked in, to be honest with you. They want somebody who has experienced face to face personal rejection. And I get calls all the time you know, hey, I'm in mortgages, or I'm in real estate, or, you know, I'm in retail. And again, not to poo-poo those things, not that I, you know, can wave a magic wand and say those things are all bad, and business to business is the only way to get in. I'm not saying that. I'm just talking to you, statistically speaking, those are not good backgrounds for medical device sales. And it's not that you as a person in that position are not a quality candidate and not a good person and it could be a wildly successful medical device sales rep. That's not what I'm saying. What I'm saying is that just those type of backgrounds, you are not out in a business to business setting. Those are B2C, business to consumer. You're on the phone and medical device companies and pharmaceutical companies like that business to business sales experience. So if you want in medical device sales, I would highly recommend you go get that job 
in business to business sales. Again, copiers, uh, payroll processing, um, Cintas, doing uniform supply, where you're going around, you're calling on restaurants, and they say, I've already got a vendor, thank you very much. And you have to overcome that objection, and you have to be told no over and over and over again. Quite frankly, my experience in business to business sales was far more challenging than any of my medical device jobs. As a matter of fact, I would tell you that the hardest thing about medical device typically is getting in. Once you're in the actual job, and again, I was at the top level of medical device sales. I was in orthopedic spine, which is typically considered one of the top tier medical device positions. I worked for a division of Johnson & Johnson. I sold stents and angioplasty balloons. And so I was in the cath lab. I was calling on interventional cardiologists, interventional radiologists, vascular surgeons. I mean, I reached two of what most people consider the pinnacle of medical device sales. And those jobs were not nearly as challenging as going out and knocking on doors and getting my teeth kicked in over and over and over again, trying to sell a postage machine. And I think my friend Mike, that I got into medical device sales, or I helped get in medical device sales, would probably tell you the same thing. So a little background on his story. Mike was a social worker. Mike was an ex-athlete. Uh, uh, he was a college football player, and he, but he got into social work, and he came to me and he said, Norbert, how do I get in medical sales? And I said, to be honest with you, you need to go get a business to business sales job. So he did, he went and got a job working, selling copiers. He called me within like six minutes. Norbert, this is brutal. I am miserable. How do I get in medical device sales? And I said, just be patient. Just be patient, just keep doing what you're doing and that opportunity will come. I promise you, that will come. Sure enough, he kept doing it, hated it every day. And not everybody hates it. Some people love their business business sales jobs and they don't actually end up wanting to get in medical device sales. But for him, that was not his ultimate goal and he didn't enjoy it. And he continued to call me you know, every month. All right, I've got some sales numbers now. Get me in medical device sales. And I said, just be patient. Get your 12 months in, get your 18. It used to be two years. They wanted to see two years. But that's come down as the quality of talent has been more difficult to find. Then it came down to 18 months of business to business sales. Then it dropped down to 12 months of business to business sales. And now sometimes people are only in a job for six months before they get into medical device sales. However, I would tell you as a goal, try and stay in it for 12 to 18 months. You don't wanna look like a job hopper. But if you go from medical device sales, I'm sorry, if you go from business to business sales to medical device sales in seven months time, that's very explainable. You can explain why you made that leap and any manager is gonna understand why you made that leap. So the other category of people that I'm gonna to talk to is maybe you're a clinical, um, you have a clinical background, you're a nurse, you're a rad tech, you're a, um, you know, uh, 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 even I've had chiropractors come to me saying, hey, I wanna get in medical sales. That's a different category, and you can actually follow that same advice. It's a very difficult 
mentally for those people a lot of times to take a step back and say, really? I have to go from being a nurse to go sell copiers or sell uniform supply to get in medical device. And again, we're not talking, um, you know, always this is the way to do it. I'm just talking to you statistically speaking, there are ways to get in if you have that clinical background. A lot of medical device companies will hire you as a clinical. A lot of people come to me and they say, well, I've got all this knowledge and I have a degree in biology or chemistry or I have a background in nursing. Most companies do not ultimately value that experience, to be quite frank with you. They are more interested in selling experience and they can teach the clinical aspect. Now, there are companies that do value that experience. They aren't most likely going to give you an opportunity straight out of the gate in medical device sales. They're gonna give you an opportunity maybe to work as an associate sales rep or potentially as a clinical for that company and you know, it kind of as a bridge opportunity and you show that you've done a phenomenal job for them and then you bridge that and you get over onto the medical device sales after being a clinical for six months or 12 months or you know, two years, et cetera. And then you know, there's a third tier of, of people who are a little further along in their career. They've maybe been out in the field doing something for 10 to 15 to 20 years. I receive those calls all the time as well. Hey, listen, I've been in uh, IT sales for the last 20 years. I wanna get in medical device sales. Let me tell you, that's a lot harder hill to climb. Is it impossible? No. Do we talk about all the time leveraging your contacts and utilizing your, uh, your network and using LinkedIn and all those kind of things that we teach people through the Career Accelerator Club? Um, you know, are there ways to do it? Yes. Is it a lot steeper hill to climb? No two ways about it. It is a very, very, very difficult job to break into medical sales period, let alone break into medical or pharmaceutical later on in your career. Most companies would rather find you on the early stages of your career, on your way up, and teach you and train you their way. I mean, one major company, manufacturer, that everybody would know the name, they have a model of hiring people from business to business sales, and this is a high-end medical device company. They're in the pacemaker world, they're in the heart world. I mean, they, they are a very well-known major medical device company, and their hiring model is to take people with strong business to business sales and take them to uh, medical device through that business to business sales background. Um, you know, I always talk statistics, right? We talk statistically speaking. Statistically speaking, you know, out of 10 opportunities that are out there in the market, probably nine out of 10 want somebody with a medical device background, but one out of 10 of those is willing to maybe look at somebody with a business to business sales background. And so you wanna take that, um, you know, target those type of opportunities 
and use the steps that we talk about, networking with recruiters, networking with people who are in the industry and the business and relying on them to help you get in. But statistically speaking, if you wanna talk percentages, the best way, your surefire way, as far as surefire goes, to get in medical sales is to go get a job in business to business sales. And I know it's very difficult and I know a lot of people don't wanna do it, but I can tell you time after time after time where I have given that advice to somebody, they've taken their ego out of it, they've followed that advice and they have gotten into medical device sales. So I wanna thank you for your time. I wanna thank you for coming here today to uh, Executive Job Search Secrets podcast. If you have any questions, you can email us at support at careernextagency.com. And I look forward to talking to you on our next podcast. Thanks so much for listening. And I hope you were able to find some value in this episode. And I'm so excited to announce that I just launched my first book, Executive Job Search Secrets. You can get your copy for $19.99 going over to amazon.com right now. Or because of everything that's happening in the world right now, with COVID, all the uncertainty, the high unemployment rates. I've actually purchased a thousand copies of this book and I'm gonna send a copy to the first 1,000 people that wanna take advantage of this free offer. I'm on a mission to help people get positive results in their job search and I know that the information in this book will make a positive impact in your life. So with that, I've ordered a thousand copies, I've paid for them, I wanna send a free copy to everybody that wants to take advantage of this offer. All I ask of you is to cover the $8.95 for shipping and handling, and I will do the rest. I will get a copy right out to you in the mail as quickly as possible. All you have to do is go to executivejobsearchsecrets.com, enter your information, click the button, and I will send it right out to you. And I hope you have the best of luck with your search. Go out and crush it, and we'll see you on the next podcast. Like what you just heard, visit c-suiteradio.com. C-Suite Radio, turning the volume up on business. This podcast is a part of the C-Suite Radio Network. For more top business podcasts, visit c-suiteradio.com.